This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Amen. Hallelujah. So on this fourth day of April, amen, 2021, Resurrection Sunday, we're going to be coming out of Philippians 4.19, a very familiar scripture. Hallelujah. Very familiar scripture, Philippians 4.19. What is happening here is that the church at Philippi had uh, blessed Paul with a, uh, a, a financial gift. Amen. Glory to God. And this is his response Hallelujah, which was common amongst Jews of the day from Paul. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Philippians 4.19, I am reading from the Amplified Version, so it's going to read a little different from your text. Amen. Amen. Philippians 4 and 19. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Here we go. And Paul says, my God will liberally supply, fill unto full your every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul was saying, I can't pay you back for what you've done for me by blessing me financially. But what I can do is, hallelujah, glory to God, assure you that my God will supply all your need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Paul had an assurance that although he from his earthly means, hallelujah, being a minister of the gospel, being someone who had been tortured, amen, and had suffered, amen, because of his work of the gospel, hallelujah, glory to God, he could not repay the Philippians for their nice deeds, hallelujah, their generous deeds, hallelujah, but he was assuring them that God would hallelujah glory to god what he essentially was doing next slide please hallelujah was telling them about the generosity of christ hallelujah. the generosity of christ our message today is the generosity of christ hallelujah oftentimes saints we see god as on the budget we see god with limited resources we see god as struggling to bless his people and no, hallelujah, let me stop this right, right, hallelujah, at the beginning, amen. I do not believe in a prosperity gospel. I believe in the, the life, the death, hallelujah, the burial, the, ascent, uh, the resurrection, the ascension, hallelujah, and the appearance of Christ. That is the gospel, hallelujah. But we cannot deny the nature of God, his willingness, his desire to bless his people generously, hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So our message, amen. Let me define generosity real quick. It's the readiness or liberality in giving. God is ready and liberal in his giving to his people. And we're going to look at that scripturally today. Hallelujah. Don't take my word for it. Take the scripture's words. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let's pray. Amen. Hallelujah. As I'm about to share this message, the, liber the generosity of Christ. Amen. Here we go. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus on this resurrection Sunday. Hallelujah. Celebrating your son and all he accomplished for us at the cross, Lord God. Hallelujah. And his resurrection and eternal life. Hallelujah. That he operates in forevermore, Father God. And now, Father God, we need a word from you, Lord God. And this task you've given me is far, far too great for me, Lord God. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Have your way in us and through us today. Fill us to overflowing. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor, Lord God, because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, let somebody say amen. amen. The generosity of Christ. Have you ever been like me and said, you know, I don't know, um, maybe God doesn't have it. Maybe God doesn't want to do it. Or maybe I have to earn it through my good works. That's religion in a nutshell. Hallelujah. God wants us to break out of this, uh, this confinement of religion and understand him as he 
is. Hallelujah. He is a generous being. Hallelujah. This complex being, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, is generous. Hallelujah. If we think about it, amen, Adam and Eve had no want, hallelujah, in the garden. He had prepared everything. They were created last, hallelujah, because everything was prepared, hallelujah. Then he didn't have to till the ground, amen. The fruit just grew. The only thing he said to Adam, he said, dress and keep it. Maintain it, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is generous. Hallelujah. We didn't deserve life. He just created life. This, this, this being, hallelujah, we know as God, hallelujah, created life. He was generous to do so. Hallelujah. So next slide, please. Let's look at a few definitions here. Amen. To understand the words that Paul used in Philippians 4.19. Hallelujah. He used the word supply, which in the Greek, which is the original language this English has been translated from. Hallelujah. He used the word Play rule, hallelujah. Be full or fill to individual capacity, i.e. to the extent it is meet or appropriate. To cause to abound, hallelujah. His blessings are to cause you to abound, hallelujah. To furnish or supply liberally, hallelujah. I am liberally supplied, namely with what is necessary for subsistence subsistence hallelujah survival living hallelujah that god he paul prayed that god or he knew that god he declared that god would liberally furnish the philippians with that which they needed hallelujah the same god that paul was testifying about declaring about his works hallelujah is the same god we serve today that will liberally if we receive furnish our needs we've been living beneath our privilege We've been living beneath our privilege. Once again, I don't believe in the prosperity gospel. There is no such thing. There is no such thing. But the nature of God is a giver. He's a giver. God is a giver. Next word, hallelujah. Need, hallelujah. It's kira in the Greek. It's the condition of one deprived of those things which, which he is scarcely able to do without. The want, the need, one's necessity. God wants to liberally supply our needs. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't know if, you, if you're like me, amen. I didn't, you know, although I was even ordained, amen, I didn't believe this. I felt like the credit card company wanted to liberally supply my needs. I felt like, hallelujah, glory to God, that the loan company wanted to liberally supply my needs. We have been so inundated by the world system, amen. We look away from God because we see God as being poor or without or limited, and we look towards the world system. Oh, we're not ready today. Hallelujah. I thought this was Resurrection Sunday. Why is he preaching this? Hey, amen. This is what God wanted you to know today. Hallelujah. God is in the business, and in this year breakthrough, he's going to liberally supply for our needs hallelujah next one riches hallelujah it's plutos hallelujah in the greek it's much in number quantity abundance possessions of many kinds fullness abundance plenitude riches the fullness of all things in store for god's uses is is attributed to christ exalted at the right hand of god hallelujah that, that, that god Father God gave Jesus all authority, amen, hallelujah, and he has the authority to bless us liberally and meet our needs, hallelujah, glory to God. We've been so beaten up, hallelujah, by expectations in, uh, uh, how do I say, hallelujah, in religious activities that have not borne fruit. That we're to a point... Well, I'm coming to church, but I don't believe that God really wants to bless me. I got dressed up today, but, you know, I'm here. Saints, if you would open up your hearts and believe that God wants to meet your needs, if we allow him, if we're open to receiving it, and not allow the years of suffering. Paul went through suffering. The years of going through steal you of your confidence in him. Let's look at some examples now. Let's turn to next slide, please. Hallelujah. Christ 
generously provides. Hallelujah. Christ generously provides. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. We're going to Luke 9 and 10. What's happening here is the disciples had returned. Jesus had empowered them to, uh, to have authority over the demons, amen, to heal the sick, and they had success. Hallelujah. This is what he's empowered us to do. Hallelujah as well. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We have been, for those of us who have been baptized by the Holy Spirit, amen, we're empowered to do these things as well. You know, just a little aside, early in my Christian walk, I would go into hospital rooms and I would pray, Lord, please heal them. Please bless them. That's where I was at that point. Now when I do those things, I say, I command you to be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm declaring it with confidence that God is going to do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And they operated on that level. Be healed in Jesus' name. Not in Robert Brown's name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So they had done this, and then they come back to Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is where we find ourselves with the scripture. It says, and the apostles, when they were returned, told him all that they had done. So they had much success. And he took them and went aside privately into the desert place. Amen. Understand that Jesus had healed many and uh, had, had preached great sermons. Amen. And that, hallelujah, from time to time, he had to step away into a private place. If you're always available, you're never prepared. You're never refreshed. You're never rejuvenated. And even him in his human body, at a human body, he needed time, hallelujah, away from ministry. He needed time, hallelujah, glory to God. So he went off into a desert place, hallelujah, hallelujah, where he didn't, hallelujah, where, where he could have some privacy, hallelujah. And he took them and went aside privacy, privately into a desert place belonging to the city called Bethes Bethesda, hallelujah, glory to God. Next slide, please. Real quick, hallelujah, this place, Bethesda, hallelujah, it's a small city in Galilee. Galilee was the northern part of Israel, hallelujah, and it literally means house of fishing. House of fishing, hallelujah. Remember he said to, hallelujah, Peter and Andrew, amen, come with me and be, become a fisher of men, hallelujah. How does that relate here, hallelujah? It's the birthplace of several of Jesus' disciples, including Philip, Peter, Andrew, and possibly Nathaniel. Hallelujah. They grew up around this great lake, hallelujah, where they fished for a living. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And as we see on our map here, amen, hallelujah, the place that he went, amen, it was in a desert place that was near a lake. Hallelujah. This lake was where the Jordan River poured into. Hallelujah. And emptied out, hallelujah, into, hallelujah. Glory to God, just to give you some background about Bethesda. And there were many miracles that took place in Bethesda. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it's no coincidence that he was here, amen, hallelujah. Halle Let's move on, amen. Next slide, next verse, hallelujah. And the people, when they knew it, followed him, and he received them. So they knew, they found him. Let's find this miracle man. So they went to the desert, and they found him. And he received them. Jesus is always going to receive you. Jesus always is going to receive you. I'm going to be honest with you. Pastor Brown is not always going to receive you. Three o'clock in the morning, amen, I'm going to be asleep. Just going to be real. Don't be hurt by it, amen. I am but flesh. But he will always receive you. He will always receive you. People get funny. But Jesus, oh, even though he was going away, to get some privacy, he still had a heart open to receive the people. Hallelujah. What a good God. What a good God. Always giving. And spake unto them of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So he spoke about him being there. Amen. He spoke about, hallelujah, things being changed from a covenant of works to a covenant of grace. Hallelujah. And he healed them that had need of healing. What a generous God. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Verse 12, and when the day began to wear away, the 12 came and said unto him, send the multitude away that they may go into the towns and country round about and lodge and get victuals for we are here in a desert place. Hallelujah. Now, when I started to study this, amen, and where it says, and the day began to wear away, hallelujah, we have to understand Jewish thought. 
Hallelujah. There were two sunsets in the Jewish mindset. One was as the sun uh, started to get lower afternoon. And I'm talking about literally noon as the sun started to as it, it hit its peak at noon and started to start to uh, go down lower afternoon is one of their sunsets. And the other one was obviously at evening. Amen. This one's talking about uh, lunchtime. So got to be around lunchtime. And we're still human. We get hungry. And his disciples, hallelujah, saying, send the multitude away that they may go into the towns and country round about. Now, they could not have done that in evening, amen, because at that time in the ancient world, things were closed. So this was, at, this was lunchtime. And lodge and get victuals for we are here in a desert place, hallelujah. Let's say in this desert place, there's something about the desert and God, hallelujah. When you're in the desert, amen, you can't, hallelujah, rely on your own means, amen, to get lunch, hallelujah. Or like the children of Israel, you can't feed yourself when they were in the desert. They either had to depend on God, hallelujah, or perish. It was set up for a blessing. They were in a desert place. Next slide. Next verse, please. But he said unto them, give ye them to eat. And they said, we have no more but five loaves and two fishes. We always look at the natural and see what we don't have. We look at the economy. We look at CNN. And I'm not saying those things are bad. Amen. Glory to God. But they should not limit us as Christians. We look at our jobs. We look at how much education we have. We look at these things that the world says is greater than God. Listen, I'm not limited by this economy. I'm not limited by this world system. It is tangible. It is real. It exists. But I'm not limited by it, and certainly God is not. Five loaves and two fish, seven, God's number of completion. So they got all these people and five loaves and two fish. But Jesus didn't say that, see it that way. He says, except we should go and buy meat for all these people. Next slide, next verse, verse 14. And they were about 5,000 men. Now this is only talking about the men. There were women, there were children as well. It could have been upwards of 20,000 people there. An arena full of people. And he said to his disciples, make them sit down by 50s in the company. Now, I know if it would have been me, amen, I'd be like, this guy is crazy. We got five loaves and two fish. I would have been looking at it in the natural. And if I'm going to be honest with you, I've looked at things in the natural during my Christian walk. I've looked at what I don't have instead of what God does have. I've looked at my abilities or my lack of abilities instead of his supernatural abilities. Hallelujah. I know in 2021 it's, it's, it's taboo to talk about supernatural stuff. We've got to be practical. And yes, the Bible is practical. Hallelujah. But it's also supernatural. Hallelujah. We need a supernatural advantage in these evil days. I don't know about you. I, I need a supernatural advantage. Hallelujah. And for those of you who weren't with me before, amen. Hallelujah. I got promoted in the midst of the pandemic. Hallelujah. In the midst of the famine. Hallelujah. Doesn't make sense. Hallelujah. How do you get promoted in a famine? Because God is not limited by the pandemic. He's not limited by a famine. My God. So he's just telling them to go about putting these people in order. Have them sit in 50s. Next slide. Next two verses. And they, and they did so. So they, they followed what he had to say and made them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and the two fishes. He took what, it, what was there. Just like God had Moses take that staff. That's what he had. He's going to use what's there. Just as uh, Isaiah, hallelujah, had that uh, the widow woman take the vessels or borrow vessels, take what she had, take what she could borrow. 
God's going to use what you have, the talent that's in you, the ability that's in you, the resources that are there. Hallelujah. And looking up to heaven, he blessed them. That was a common Jewish practice to bless the food. Hallelujah. And break it and gave to the disciples to set before the multitudes. I want you to really understand what's going on here. These pieces of bread, this, this, it were tiny pieces of fish, little salted pieces of fish, and they were like bread cakes that had to be broken to be shared. God has a different type of math than us. God has a different type of math than us. We talked about before, that, uh, who is God? How did he, we talked about one plus one plus one equals one. God has a different math than us. When God subtracts, he multiplies. As he gave out, and what it should have been less once he gave out, started to multiply. My God. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. God is not bound by our math system. Matter of fact, we have it wrong. When he subtracts from the resources that he has, it actually multiplies. Ha, ah, my God, my God, my God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is not me trying to fool anybody. Hallelujah. But as you sow into the kingdom, amen, hallelujah, it, it seemingly subtracts from your bank account, but it's really multiplying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He wants to get us on the same page to understand how his kingdom functions as he subtracts. It actually multiplies. Hallelujah. He supernaturally, hallelujah, multiplied the five loaves and the two fish to feed approximately 20,000 people. Because he's God. And that's how his kingdom operates. This is how his kingdom operates. Let me pick on me. I have operated as a Christian, as an ordained minister, wanting God to bless me through this world system and wonder why his blessings didn't come that way. They're not coming that way. They're not coming that way. Just how he blessed me in the midst of a pandemic, it didn't, it didn't make sense. Why we have not gotten what God generously wants to supply us? Because we've been looking for him to bless us through this world system. And this world system is a creation of man, and he's not going to operate that way. And it may make you look foolish operating his way. Some of you thought you didn't make it because you didn't have enough education. Did Adam, and I'm not against education, I'm for being educated, I'm for you getting knowledge, that's wonderful. So, hallelujah, I, I had a experience with someone who, after they got saved, stopped going to school. That's, that's not what God's saying here. What I'm saying is, you're not qualified by your earthly accomplishments. It's merely by the generosity of God that he wants to bless you. But he's not going to do it in a way that's familiar to you. And that's what makes us uncomfortable. Here's an example you can understand. My kids are probably tired of this, and you guys may even be tired of this. Me and my wife didn't have one conversation before we got together. Went to church for two years. We were from two different cultures, two different countries, two different ways of thought. There's not one better than the other. It just is what it is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For us to be married for 27 years is funny 
according to the world system. We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. We didn't even talk. She might have been staring at me across the church. You know, it is what it is. She saw a little bit of glory. <laughs> no, she didn't even like me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's the truth of it all. But God did it. God did it. I grew up very shy. I was scared to talk in front of the class in high school. We, you know how you get to do those projects and you have to stand in front of the class and I'd be shaking, sweating, and I had a little tissue in my pocket like I do now, hallelujah, and when I sat down afterwards, I would try to sneak, wiping my eyebrows and my forehead. Very shy. Doesn't make sense I'm up here in front of you. Doesn't make sense, hallelujah, but it, that it doesn't make sense according to the world's standards, amen. God works outside of the world's standards, hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Luke 9, 17. And they did eat. 20,000 people, estimates, did eat. And were all filled. 20,000 people were filled from five loaves and two fishes. Two small fish. Doesn't make sense. In Jewish thought, you aren't blessed and especially in a realm of eating until you're full. It wouldn't have been enough if they ate but were not full. That wouldn't have been a blessing in Jewish thought. And this is a Jewish book. The Bible's a Jewish book, y'all. It's not a Christian book. It's a Jewish book. We as Christians benefit from it. Hallelujah. They wrote the book. They did eat and were all filled God wants us to be full. He wants us to be full. Oh, it's not a blessing. He wants to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think, or it's not a blessing according to Jewish thought, the writers of the Bible. And they were taking up fragments that remained to them, 12 baskets. They were a culture of people who always had baskets with them. Hallelujah. And this blessing here, hallelujah, is so complete, hallelujah, that there were leftovers in the amount of the 12 disciples that were with him and could carry, hallelujah, the fragments with them afterwards. Hallelujah. They were all filled. And God wants to fill us with his blessings. Let me say for a third time, I do not believe in a prosperity gospel. But I believe in a God, hallelujah, that is generous. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And wants to be generous towards his people. Our hang up is we were looking to be blessed through this world system. I've been working over 30 years. World system's not blessing me. That's not to say I should quit my job and just be full-time pastor and not have an income. That's not what it is right now. Hallelujah. I get up and do what I have to do. My job, hallelujah, when the change came, amen, was understanding my job is ministry. Job is ministry. There's people that need to be impacted by the gospel, by my example. Hallelujah for Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God, in this year of breakthrough, is teaching us concepts that we might live in the full privilege Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, we've tried things. Amen. We, 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 you know, we've been on the $100 line. We've given our bill money. We've been in church so much when we didn't feel like being there. Two o'clock in the morning, got to go to work the next day. We, 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 we've tried to work our way into a blessing. We have followed leadership, amen, that has led us down a path where we questioned it, but we say, ah, you know. That's my leader. Let me do it anyway. I'm telling you that God is generous. And that's his nature. I don't have to manipulate him to be generous. That being said, I'm, I'm not anti-giving. I'm anti the mentality that I'm going to manipulate God to bless me. See, we have presented in church God as being stingy and only wanting to bless us 
once we have tried to manipulate him with our offering. That's not the God we serve. Oh, it is still Resurrection Sunday. He wants to take us beyond where we've been. I could count the number of people in here, but my blessings are not based on the number of people that's in here. This church's destiny is not based on the people of, that are joining us online. It's on him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our blessings are not hallelujah based on what great preacher can we bring in here as a guest speaker. Amen. So we can raise some money. It's based on him. It's based on him and his generosity. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Christ generously heals. Haven't been sick in a long time, y'all. Because I'm starting to come into the understanding that healing is my blood bought right. It's not something I have to beg God for. It's something that he generously wants me to have. Hallelujah. He wants you to have. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Next verse. We're coming out of Matthew 8.16. Hallelujah. And it reads, Hallelujah. When evening came, they brought to him many who were under the power of demons. And he cast. Now, now let's, let's stop here for a second. They're in Israel, who are God's people, but the people who were very religious. Why were there many that were under the power of demons? Why are there many in church that are under the power of demons? Because we're trying to earn our blessings in a way that has nothing to do with God. And he cast out the evil spirits with a word and restored health to all who were sick, exhibiting his authority as the Messiah. Now, did he heal some of them? He healed all who were sick. God's a generous healer. He healed everybody. It wasn't one of those revival services where the people sitting on the front row get healed, amen, and the people in the back don't. The people with the $100 offering get healed. The people with the 10-cent 10, 10 offering don't. He healed all who were sick. I know healing is a struggle for us. we still really don't believe God wants to heal us. We, I'm not against doctors, amen. They have a purpose, amen. But we believe more in their word than God's word because that's what we have been indoctrinated to believe as human beings that live in this world system. I'm not telling us, don't go to the doctor. I have health insurance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They have wisdom. Hallelujah. But the final word is with Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. My mother just overcame cancer a few years ago. Hallelujah. The final word was with Christ. And she is with us today. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. She believed him. Hallelujah. And she is here. Next slide, please. Luke 4 and 40. Hallelujah. It says, while the sun was setting, marking the end of the Sabbath day. Hallelujah. It's on the Sabbath day here. And all those who had, and, and all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to Jesus and laying his hands on each one of them, he was healing them, exhibiting his authority as Messiah. And all those... Who, ha who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to Jesus. I've lost people I love. But it was never about me laying hands on them and recovering. It's, it's, 
It's the understanding that God generously provides. And sometimes we disqualify ourselves. I want to get real personal. My, my uncle passed away a few years ago, 2018. But I never could get him to understand that God wanted to heal him. He kept, he kept questioning it. Why? He didn't understand the generosity of Christ. Now, thankfully, he's in heaven. Hallelujah. He's in glory. Amen. He understands fully now. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But he, he was still in the mindset that he had to earn it. Or he, he, he had to be a good person. Here's a, here's a secret. None of us are good. <laughs> There's nobody on the planet that's good. Now, relative to man's opinion, yes. You may call me or they may call you a good person. Relative to our worldly understanding, hallelujah. But from a God perspective, none of us are good. Otherwise, why did he send Jesus? You're so good, you just go to heaven. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There are none of us that good. Hallelujah. I've heard it so many times. I'm a good person. Why is this happening to you? Hallelujah. Now, it would be rude for me to tell them at the moment, you know, you're not a good person. <laughs> that would be rude because they wouldn't have a full understanding, amen, of what I'm talking about. They wouldn't have a Bible perspective. They wouldn't have a godly perspective, amen. So you can't, the scripture says, cast not your pearls to swine. In other words, those who don't understand or have the full perspective, amen, you can't hit them with that full revelation right away. They, they, they need baby steps. Okay? Hallelujah. Glory to God. But understanding, hallelujah, that none of us are good and none of us can earn the blessings. My, my uncle couldn't understand that and I couldn't understand that at one time. Hallelujah. But understanding that God is generous with his healing. Now I cannot answer why people you know have died. I don't have those answers. Hallelujah. I'm not God. I don't, have, I don't know all things. Hallelujah. But I do know that he is generous in his desire to heal us. Amen. If we are open to receiving it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, many times I wasn't open to receiving what God had for me. I didn't want to receive my wife. I don't know her. I didn't want to receive my call. I can't speak in front of people. I didn't want to start this church. Who's going to come here? I wasn't open to receiving because I was looking at things from a worldly standpoint. From a human standpoint. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God over the years he's brought me to the end of myself where I look beyond the natural and look to the spiritual. And see what he really wants. Look at his word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So where did I leave off? Hallelujah. So let me read this again. So uh, Luke 4 and 40. Hallelujah. Amplified version. While the sun was setting, marking the end of the Sabbath day, all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to Jesus. And laying his hands on each one of them, he was healing them, exhibiting his authority as Messiah. Let's read one more. Next slide. Acts 10, 38. Hallelujah. And how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth the, with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We got to understand that although he was the God man, hallelujah, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit. He did the works he did by the Holy Spirit to show us that we can do those things as well. And he went around doing good. What did Jesus do? Went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil because God was with him. We talked about a few weeks ago, God is with us. Talked about from um, Genesis 39 and 2. Hallelujah. Joseph was, hallelujah. Joseph was a prosperous man. Why? Because God was with him. Although he was a slave, he was prosperous. This is looking things from not a world perspective, but from a divine perspective. God was with him and he was a successful man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In Matthew 8, when the leper came to Jesus, having not been touched by anyone in the length of time, who knows how long. He knew that Jesus was capable of healing him, but no, didn't know if he was willing. And Jesus replied to him, I will. God's willing. 
but I can't come to God and say, I've been serving in your church for 30 years. I done picked up preachers and pastors. I done preached your word. You got to bless me. There's no blessing in that. I, as a fallen creature, although I'm saved now, hallelujah, cannot make demands on God based on my performance or my behavior or my religious activities and expect him to bless me. And in our frustration, I can't speak for you, in my frustration, I have done that and been left to cast away. There is never a point when I can hold God to something based on my performance as a human being. And this is another area where we miss out on the blessing because in the world, we believe there's a meritocratic system. In other words, you merit things. I worked on the job for 30 years. I've done this, I've done that. You, I deserve a raise. I've done this, I deserve this. This is how the world operates, hallelujah. Glory to God. But from God's standpoint, he's, he's generous all along. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't deserve anything I have. And anything he chooses to bless me all with is because of his generosity, not because I've been a good person. Hallelujah. Oh, I know this goes against all the worldview we'd be operating against. I understand. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Christ generally provides for our sins. We're going to end with this section. Christ generously provides or provided, I should really say, for our sins. And this is where our real struggle is. As Christians, we don't really believe that God generously provided for our sins and that our sins have been canceled. It does not mean that you won't sin in the future and all that. It means that God paid for your sins in advance of your life. It's not a license to sin. Hallelujah. But he understands our weakness and paid for it in advance. And over time and by way of the Holy Spirit, he, he looks to, to mature us that we might live a lifestyle that's in alignment with him, a holy lifestyle. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Christ generously provided for our sins. Next slide, please. John 1, 29, Amplified Version. Hallelujah. This is uh, John the Baptist speaking. He says, the next day he saw Jesus coming to him and said, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the church. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the Christians. The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of Living Waters Christian Center. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I explained to us a few weeks ago, there are approximately 7 billion people in the world. 2 billion identify themselves as Christians. There are 5 billion people who have a jackpot, who have a lottery ticket they did not cash. It's called salvation. He paid for the sins, not of just the church, but of the world. But it's not until you become born again till you receive, hallelujah, Jesus as Lord and Savior and, and, and go through the uh, rebirth, the spiritual rebirth that you can take advantage of and have the benefits of him dying on the cross applied to your life and thus you have eternal life. The Lamb of God who paid for the sins of the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No, we, you know, we, we, we were concerned about, you know, maybe I got a lot of you ticket in my bag that I never turned in and, and it hit. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch Channel 7 at 11 o'clock to see who, what the numbers were. And we've heard of stories like that, people who had lottery tickets in their bag, holiday, but we all got lottery tickets. It's called salvation. He paid for the sins of the world. If you don't receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, God's not sending you to hell. You, have chosen, you are choosing not to be with him forever. God doesn't send anybody to hell. 
but we make a choice. Hallelujah. He took away that he generously supplied for the world's sin. Everyone that was created, he generously supplied for their sins. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. John 15, 13. Amen. He says, greater love have no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. He came to lay down his life for us, his friends. How are we friends? He said, if, if we keep his commandment, we're his friend. What was his commandment? That we love one another as he loved us. Commandment was to love. If we love, we're his friends. And he came to lay down his life for his friend. God gave his life for us. How generous to pay for our sins. Hallelujah. And this is what we're celebrating on Resurrection Sunday. He got up. His payment was accepted by Father God. His payment for what? Our sins. Hallelujah. Last slide. Amen. And we're ready to go. Hallelujah. Glory to God. John 3, 14 through 16. Very familiar scriptures. Amen. This is Jesus speaking to Nicodemus. He said, just as Moses lifted up the bronze serpent. Amen. Which represented uh, being cursed. Hallelujah. The bronze serpent was a symbol of being cursed. He was talking about this when the, uh, and the children of Israel were in the wilderness and they were battling another uh, uh, nation. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, just as Moses lifted up the bronze serpent. No, this was when they were healed of their disease. Hallelujah. Excuse me. Serpent in the, in the desert on a pole. So, so must the son of man be lifted up as a curse on the cross so that whosoever believes will, be, will, will in him have eternal life after physical death and will actually live forever. God so generous, he wants you to live forever. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world. No, I must have read that wrong. God so greatly loved and dearly prized the church. There was no church. The world. That he even gave his one and only begotten son so that whosoever or anybody believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. We, told about, we talked about the generosity of Christ today. Amen. Hallelujah. God's given him all authority. Amen. It's God the Son. Amen. To bless us. We talked about him meeting our material needs, like in the case, amen, of feeding the 5,000. Him operating out of the world system. We talked about God wanting, and Christ wanted, he generously healed all those he came encounter with. The only account we hear where he, was, he did not heal was those who saw him through the flesh in his town of Nazareth. They, he, he, uh, because of their unbelief, he did not heal a lot of people. They saw him as the carpenter's son. They saw him in the natural. They couldn't receive the healing. But other than that account, he healed those he came in contact with. And then we talked about he generously supplies for our sins. And this is where we are as Christians. Let me end on this note, and then I'm going to read my conclusion. We're in the new covenant. And the covenant is a binding agreement between two parties. So this is an agreement between Father God and mankind. The covenant specific is between Father God and Jesus, the representative of mankind. God came, put on flesh, and represented us before Father God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In an agreement, in a covenant, everything that is one person's is the other. So, for example, for me and Durette, everything that's mine is hers. And everything that is hers is mine. I know that's making us feel uncomfortable. <laughs> we don't see marriage that way. We see it from a worldly standpoint. Hallelujah. But look at it this way. As a new covenant believer, everything that is God's, is mine, is yours. And then in return, as Paul encouraged us, amen, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice. In other words, he's saying, keep your side of it. You know, everything that is yours is now God's. And he's encouraging us to participate in that. Hallelujah with that scripture, amen, from Romans 12. Hallelujah. The generosity of Christ has to do with, amen, us recognizing how generous God is. Hallelujah. And opening up our spirits to receive from him in a way that he always intended for us to receive. For the fourth time, let me say, I do not believe in a prosperity gospel. I believe in a generous God 
that wants to bless his people. Hallelujah. And from the beginning, that was his plan. The reason we're suffering is because of sin, Adam's sin. Amen. That got passed on to all generations. Amen. And it's a consequence he did not take into consideration when he chose to live independent of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me end with this. Hallelujah. As Christians, it's impossible for us. Next, next slide. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. As Christians, it's impossible for us to view God, Christ, as the God that provides more than enough. It's important for us, excuse me, to view God as a God that provides more than enough for his people. He is not a stingy God that has a limited supply of resources. God is not bound by the world's system of finance. As the creator of the universe, God has unimaginable means by which he is able to bless his followers that lie outside the machinations of the world's economic system of finance. As his people, we should be ever ready, ever expectant. Bible expectancy is a confident expectation of good. Of God's unlimited supply of blessings, the generosity of Christ. Why did God have me to share this on um, Resurrection Sunday. He told us at the beginning year that this is the year of breakthrough. But there could be no breakthrough without right believing. If I don't believe he's going to do it and this is just another slogan and this is just another thing we say in church. Believe me you on 12-31-2021 you'll be in the same position you were before. In the year of breakthrough, we start believing God that he is generous and that he wants to bless us. And although, as I talked about a few weeks ago, the giants in front of us, those obstacles, those mountains, those great walls are in front of us. And it seems impossible that it's going to happen. Hallelujah. If we, like the children of Israel, Operate in fear and turn around. Hallelujah. We will continue in that wilderness. Hallelujah. Of unbelief and fear. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's encouraging us. Amen. On Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Hallelujah. Believe that I'm generous. Look to me. Don't look at the walls. Don't look at the giants. Don't look at the obstacle. Look at me and you will be blessed. Saints, I'm involved in some stuff I'm not at liberty to share right now. But it's exceeding abundantly above all I can ask a thing. I'm believing God. I'm throwing my caution to the wind. And I'm allowing him to be God. Hallelujah. I'm not looking at what this one did. What that one did, or this ain't been done before, this has not been done before, I'm looking to him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God's got his own story, his own testimony, his own breakthrough for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he wants to encourage you today. Hallelujah. And he wants to encourage you guys today. Hallelujah. That he's doing big things. He's always wanted to do big things. But we need to be healed first. We've been taken advantage of. We've been misinformed. We've been taught wrong. We've experienced the highs of emotions and the despair of when that thing doesn't come to pass. And it's hard to believe him. So I, let me pray. Hallelujah. Praying for us online. Praying for us here. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. And even as you had me to share this today, Lord God, this sobering word. Your people have been hurt. Your people have been disappointed. Your people have been led astray. Your people have been taught in a way that has not been beneficial to them. And Father God, it's been many, many, many years, Lord God. We have all operated under this cloud of defeat. Father God, I speak your healing. I speak your life upon everyone under the sound of my voice, both here and online, that the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, that the truth of your word, Lord God, that the truth of your generosity would penetrate, Lord God, the hearts 
of your people today, Lord God, that they might believe you, believe you to a degree that they have thus not done in the past, in the name of Jesus, that you would give them the courage of Joshua, the courage of Caleb, Lord God. Hallelujah. That they might enter into their personal promised land. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. No matter how long it takes, Father God. Hallelujah. That they might see the manifestation, Lord God, of that which you intended for them before the foundations of the world, Father God. In the name of Jesus. Whether it be in their marriages, Lord God. Whether it be in their families, Father God. Whether it be on their jobs. Whether it be in their hearts, Lord God. Wherever it may be, Lord God. That they might experience the victory on this side of heaven, Father God. In the name of Jesus. That they might not leave this earth, Lord God. Hallelujah. Without experiencing your best. In the name of Jesus. Father God, uproot, Lord God. We curse at the root, Lord God. Fear and doubt. And religious beliefs, Lord God, that have nothing to do with you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We command them to be plucked up and planted deep in the Atlantic Ocean in Jesus' name. We declare your blessings. We declare encouragement. We declare your hope, Lord God. We declare your peace, your joy, Lord God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Have your way in your people in the name of Jesus. Have your way. We might walk in your fullness, in full expectation. In the name of Jesus. We thank you today. We praise you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Amen. Listen, real quick, amen, for those of you who have joined us. It's been a challenging year. You feel like you're going to lose your mind. You're frustrated. You have operated according to this world system. You believe God owes you something. You, you are frustrated with God. You are angry with God. You know there's more inside you. There's more to this life, but you've not yet realized it. Amen. It starts with a relationship with God and that can only be done through the person of Jesus Christ hallelujah so that's you you're frustrated you're angry or may hallelujah you, you you're going through things hallelujah please say this prayer with me amen hallelujah words have power amen and the words you're about to say if you choose to join the family of God hallelujah have power and will Vault you into the family of God. Say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose from the dead on the third day as the evidence that your death was full payment for my sins to Father God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer and you said it sincerely, you were saved, you were part of the family of God, and you have the opportunity to receive the generosity of Christ, hallelujah, who God has invested all the wealth of heaven in, hallelujah, to share with you, hallelujah. I want to welcome you to the family of God, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Real quick, we've got a couple of things to do, amen. Hang with me, amen. We want to do, hallelujah, our offering, I mean, our, not our offering, our, our communion, amen. Hallelujah, I believe everyone should have a communion. Uh, a communion cup with them. If you do not, we will get you one. Hallelujah. I believe Uncle Rupert needs one. Hallelujah. Oh, he has one. Oh, he has one. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How you doing back there, by the way? Hallelujah. Good to see you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I had the scripture all lined up on my tablet, but it does not seem to be there. All right. So I have to turn there. Amen. Thank you for your patience here and online. Hallelujah. I'm turning to first Corinthians chapter 24, first uh, Corinthians chapter 11, verse 24. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As we get ready to partake of the Holy Communion. Amen. Or the tree of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I literally understand that this is 
physical crackers, amen, and physical grape juice, amen, but they represent the body and the blood of Christ. It's a service of worship. We, this is a form of worship. We are remembering his death as we partake of the communion, amen, and as today we celebrate his life and life forevermore, we are remembering his death because his death was the thing that paid for our sins, amen? So here we go, amen? So hopefully we all have our communion open amen and when he had given thanks he break it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you this do in remembrance of me let's partake of the bread which represents the broken body of jesus christ and our healing this is covenantal stuff hallelujah we're taking christ into us symbolically as we partake of the bread hallelujah we are uh, testifying before the world that we are taking christ into us after the same manner he also he took the cup when he had supped, saying this cup is the new testament in my blood this do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me we're remembering christ let's partake of the wine which represents the shed blood of christ amen We're acknowledging that our sins have been paid for in full as we partake of the wine. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We've taken, taken in our healing. His body was broken that our bodies might be healed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're partaking of his, his blood, saying that all our sins are forgiven, past, present, and future. Hallelujah. Amen. Take me to the offering slide real quick. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, you want this gospel to continue. We need your support in order to do that. Hallelujah. So please, ma'am, please, sir. Hallelujah. So into the Living Waters Christian Center that we can continue to share the good news about Jesus Christ, the generosity of Christ. Amen to you through this program, through this church. Hallelujah. For in person and those that are online. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can do that in three ways. Amen. You can give. You can make an investment in three ways. Hallelujah. You can give online at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. You can make a financial donation there. Hallelujah. That's lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. Hallelujah. Please invest in the church. Amen. So we continue to share the gospel. Hallelujah. You can also give by uh, mailing your offering into Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. That is Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, uh, excuse me, Amityville, New York, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. Amen. You can make a donation there. Or you can come in person, amen, and join us. Hallelujah. And give hallelujah while you are amongst us. Amen. We are following the CDC guidelines. We are taking temperatures at the door. We are giving sanitizer at the door. We are wearing masks. We are six feet apart except if we live in the same household. Hallelujah. We have an overflow room in the back. Hallelujah. And I just purchased with my own money, nothing to do with the church. Amen. Extra TV. Amen. For the overflow room. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That holiday, if you choose to come in person and we are full to capacity that we have more room six feet apart in the overflow room and you can partake of the service. Amen. So we have means, amen, to receive you. Hallelujah. Here at the Living Waters Christian Center. Hallelujah. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us online today. Happy Resurrection Sunday to you. We will see you again next week at 1130 a.m. God bless and enjoy your day. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. The generosity of Christ. I believe God is generous. I know God is generous. I know God is generous. Hallelujah. And believe me, as much as I want to be blessed myself, my joy is to see all of us blessed. The days of paycheck to paycheck struggle. Sickness, disease, just being defeated are over. And I'm not someone who's here ignorant, amen. I have lost people I know during the pandemic. So I'm, I'm not living on a different planet. I live in the same place as you do, hallelujah. 
But he's bringing us to a place where we operate in the supernatural. Hallelujah. Supernatural doesn't mean that you're a floaty person. Ah, Jesus. You know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking well-grounded, but grounded in him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the limiting factor is, are we operating how the world does? Although we are Christians, but we're operating on a level where you may be called a weirdo sometimes. Because you're doing things outside the box. I'm not advocating being a weirdo on purpose. I'm talking about how people may respond to you. There are things that God's going to speak to us and it's going to seem silly. And I'm not talking about anything dangerous. I'm not talking about anything that's hazardous. Not talking about anything that's crazy in that standpoint for your safety. I'm talking about operating and doing things on a level that the world would not expect because they don't do things like that. And, uh, and guess what? When we get to that place when we're operating like that, the world's going to run to us and ask us about our God. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.